2: Good morning, everybody. Appreciate you listening to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Show. We should mention, coming up at 11.30, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia.
3: It's going to be great. This is where I quiz Donna on a variety of different bits of music trivia spanning the decades. She's on a tear. One of the only shining things from 2020 has been Donna's undefeated streak in this game. We'll see if it continues today at, uh, at 11.30. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Now, Matthew McConaughey...
0: Mm-hmm.
3: has a... When I say Matthew McConaughey, what, what comes to your mind? What is what is your reaction?
2: Hey, man. Okay. okay. How about you?
3: They're, very similar. Very similar to that. It's just, you know, he's just laid back. He's, he's Matthew. There is a uh, new book that's coming out which happens to be The Musings of Matthew McConaughey in his own words. And since the book is in his own words... I figured I would let him hmm. tell you about it. Now this is about a minute and twenty seconds or so. Okay.
1: Get and your I just want you. Ready.
3: Uh, I want you to just take it all in, and then tell me at the end of this, would you would you buy and read this book? Here we go.
0: Let me check this out. So, ever since I learned to write, I've been keeping a journal, writing down anything that turned me on, turned me off, made me laugh, made me cry, made me question, or kept me up at night. Two years ago, I worked up the courage to take all of those journals off into solitary confinement just to see what the hell I had. And I returned with a book. Yes, (laughs) Green Lights. This is my sights and scenes, my nices and means, successes and failures, stories, people, places, poems, prayers, prescribes, and a whole lot of bumper stickers. It's called Green Lights because it's a story about how I have, and we all can, catch more of them in this life we're living you see we don't like the red and yellow lights because they take up our time right but when we realize that they all eventually turn green that's when they reveal their rhyme that's when life's a poem and we start getting what we want and what we need at the same time and i call that the honey hole little place called heaven on earth now green lights is coming out october 20th 2020 but it is available for pre-order right now everywhere books are sold so if you're looking for some more green lights like i am hop on the highway and let's go catch as many of them as we can (laughs) in the meantime and all times by design and on purpose good luck and just keep living appreciate it
2: he's a very good salesman uh you
3: think so it's like Tony Robbins over
2: here. Yes, I oh, mean he's much just, more
3: subdued. Tony Robbins.
2: He's like a walking, like inspirational calendar. Hemp wizard.
3: <laughs> hemp wizard.
2: I was thinking that's good. I like hemp wizard. It's on hemp paper for sure, but it's a tear. You know, words of wisdom per day. You know, you All just right. rip it off, and that's him. Like he's a cliche a little bit. Sure. But I mean, if he's spreading positivity, that's you can't hate that. You
3: can, you can <laughs> hate anything, but he's he's certainly laid back. Uh, want more green lights? We all want more green lights. It's it's just, I uh, maybe maybe it'll be awesome. V- I like Matthew McConaughey on okay. in, in film. I think great. I wonder if it could be disjointed because he said, ever since I learned. To write now is he talking about like when he was six? Yeah, or five.
1: <laughs> yeah, Every since, since he learned to write.
3: If so, we're going to have some some interesting <laughs> chapters, and then I'm sure we'll have some later on chapters. <laughs> Are we going to hear from six year old Matthew and sixteen year old Matthew and thirty six year old Matthew? It's it'll be interesting. It'll he be a seems bestseller. like he's got a, a good heart. Wants people to do well.
2: Yeah, in his
1: infinite <laughs> wisdom up on his golden tower telling us how we can make our lives better because hey this is just all you got to do is just look for the green lights man. yeah man yes. put
2: out positive energy man and that's what you <laughs> get in return you yeah. reap what you sow man yes it, it, this sounds a lot like all i really need to know i learned in kindergarten yeah. remember those books Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what you you put on the
2: back of your toilet so you got something to read when you're on the crap. That's great. Toilet (laughs) book. That's
1: a this is a great idea.
3: It's a good toilet book. Green light. Yeah. Boy, and we could all you know, green light's a good thing when you're there anyway.
1: Yeah, man.
3: Want it to move? through yeah
2: you just put it out there man and it'll come right back to you like a boomerang man
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah man i didn't know we'd go there today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's a weirdo i mean he's whatever a... but he seems like a nice human being with good intentions
3: uh, did you hear him say poem he yeah. says poem weird
1: poem let me try to find that i think poems I was... in my
3: collections of my thoughts my musings my poems
0: here we go. Let's, I think no, it's that's around just, here. That's when they reveal okay. their rhyme. That's when life's a poem. And poem. we start
1: Okay, all right, stop right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Okay, my poem. poem.
1: Poem. Poeing. Poem. Oh, poem. I've, I've heard, heard a couple people say stones. poem weird. Poem. I
3: know. That's <laughs> well. they said. We live in a glass house and we find it very exciting to throw these glasses out. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: oh.
2: Poem. That's
3: when life's a poem. The poem. I love po- poem. Poetry? Poetry? Poetry,
2: Poetry. Oh, What's your
3: favorite poem? When when I, I have good news about uh, Wheel of Fortune <laughs> right, and too. Jeopardy
2: <laughs> Oh, really, Steve, tell us about Oh, oh my gosh. Steve, what's happening what? with Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune? Are They're they coming, coming back? back.
3: <gasps> They're coming back.
2: I, I bet it would be somewhat easy, except for the wheel. The distance, people.
3: I, yeah, they're, they've reconfigured the set. Apparently, they've set the wheel up in a way too, where people can be socially distanced. I was like, do they each get their own mini wheel?
1: Oh, cool!
3: That'd be kind of fun. Mini um, donuts would be good right about now.
1: What about what if? But behind a mask, what if you're like, um, oh, it's solving like solving for guess who x, it is. and they're like, no, I'm sorry, it's solving for x. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> nope, you didn't, sir. Oh, that's funny.
3: I wonder if they would have to be masked. They said that, you know, my guess is no, because they said they're going to test people, test contestants before they come in. And then they figured out a way, to you know, to keep the host and the contestants all separated from one another. I believe Jeopardy is going to pick up um, production this week. It may have already started where they plan to shoot two days a week, five episodes a day. And then Wheel of Fortune is set to pick up next week. And they both shoot on the Sony lot in Culver City, California. Um, and so there, there, you know, it's funny because there, there is a show that frankly had no, no need to come back early because we, you know, you never know if you're watching a rerun or not of any of those shows, but I appreciate that they're, they're finding a way to do it. And hopefully it is in fact safe. And then maybe more folks can follow suit, but I'll be curious to see like, what are they going to do with Wheel of Fortune? Do they just have the people stand further and legitimately touching the wheel your hand touches the wheel there's a hand, all those handles and mm. will they come up with a new way Can to I have do to that
1: sanitize after every yeah spin. what's
3: going on pat <laughs> no. has to rub it down with a lysol wipe or something
1: you'll know which oh, no. peg that they attached, it'll light up <laughs> like the like the letters whatever peg you touch to spin it it's lit up once it's touch activated and then we know which one to swab and then they can just edit it all slickly. Oh, oh yeah. Huh. Or they could have each contestant. Q-tip. They spin the wheel, and then <laughs> they go outside of a revolving door, and then the next person comes back in. So they're oh. never in the same room oh, at the same yeah. time.
3: I That's like this. Of
1: ideas. All so I want to see what it looks like. <laughs> it's eleven eleven. Ah, make a wish,
2: everybody. Way to go,
3: Steve thanks donna
2: i really appreciated
3: that hey you got it. you're my bud um, my buddy when friends. we
2: come back on the Donna and Steve show, Steve has some info according to a new study.
3: I do have some info what are what have you been binging on? I'm not talking about what show you've been watching or catching up on. I'm talking about your pantry when you walk over your board and you're like, "Hey, I want one of those inside of my belly pull <laughs> <Really? are> you <laughs> right after I said, pull you pull damn it." Uh, I'll give you the list. I'm enough to give you the list of the top comfort foods that we have, that have been frankly making us fatter during the quarantine. That when we return next.
2: In the are buddies. B U D D I E S, buddy moves. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna study, cause you're my buddy.
1: No. <sighs>
0: Alright, forget
2: it
1: Studies have shown that medic- Studies have
2: shown that the microbial Several
1: long-term studies have shown They've studied
2: the studies Several scientific studies have shown And here with their findings are study buddies The perfect nerd couple Donna
3: and Steve We're buddies You're Thanks. right, Donna, we are buddies Thank you Have you gotten fatter? Yes <laughs> During the quarantine
2: yeah. I've got I've got menopot.
3: Oh menopot. That's right. Menopot. Tell everybody what that is in case they're just joining us. It's
2: a little flabby big. bottom part of your it's a big <laughs> little teeny tiny, it's, right, it's a big fat pocket at the end of your stomach. Why don't we it so just, they, it just becomes like this its own
1: thing.
3: You know what? I have another name for it. Instead of the menopot, the flesh fanny pack.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
3: It's, it's like, uh, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, that's
2: more accurate, actually. And just, it's that's a bummer it that it like. doesn't
3: come with a zipper.
2: Mm-hmm. You could
3: put stuff in there. Boy, there's something flesh pockets. That would be kind of cool. <laughs>
1: flesh pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
3: If you could just sneak your car keys in, like under your forearm skin.
1: Right?
2: That would my, be very where useful. Guys, where are my keys,
3: <laughs> silly Brad, they're <laughs> under your skin. <laughs> no. Does this keep happening oh, no. to you? And then you put like a tracker on because you forget which flesh pocket it's in. So then they have a tile. I know, it's so true. You're sitting on it. I'm sitting on it. It's in your butt pocket. Flesh pockets. (laughs) Do you have a study? I do. Okay. It has to do with how we're filling out our flesh fanny packs. Mm. A new survey asked people which comfort foods they've just been leaning on the most to deal with their pandemic stress- Hmm. there are a lot of them coming in number one on the list is care to guess um is it going to be a snack or a meal these are these are all main it's they're mainly snacks
1: chips yeah it's got Bingo, chips like bango. potato chips yep
3: 62 percent of us have had them in the last few months are you kidding me i mean i had, I had a couple of barbecue chips a little drive by just grab some barbecue chips oh, in a so bowl good. i, love barbecue, I
2: chips. love barbecue chips sour cream and onions real good
3: you know what I've never thought of? Oh, I'll be darned! You could dip a barbecue chip
2: mm-hmm.
3: into dip.
2: Yeah, why not?
3: I'm trying to think of a reason. I've never done it.
2: Well, because it already has so. Mu- Sorry, Don. Ear muffet, buddy. Ear muffet, buddy. <laughs> it's got so much flavor that you don't think to enhance it. It doesn't t- need enhancement.
3: But when you think of the 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 flavor profile of barbecue. If I frickin' crammed that chip into a tub of Top the Tater or Hell of a Good Dip, it would taste great. Are people doing this?
2: I think so. Yes. I don't think you've just come up with a new idea, if that's what you're asking.
3: All right. Because I was already into this part of my presentation. Hello, (laughs) Sharks. I'm Steve Patterson. Uh, Number two on the list (laughs) is ice cream. Oh, I have binged a couple nights. I've done some some ice cream runs. I ate a bag of croutons, not a whole bag. I ate like a quarter of a bag of croutons last night. I'm
2: sorry. Right. every now and then,
1: Croutons, huh
2: i I kind of do that too. I love
1: I'll just croutons. grab
2: like the big ones, the big sorry, Don ear Muffet. chunky ones. Oh Ooh. yeah. the
3: Texas toast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's ever been a better crouton made than Texas toast because it is so done. Buttery, ah! and it's just like there's something about it. Oh, the f- and then you get that ugh, that yep. dust on your right. tongue. Dawn
2: is hissing now.
3: Oh Lord, she yep. she's like Jafar turning into the snake at the end of Aladdin. We're bringing out the worst in her. I'm melting,
1: melting. What a world! What a world!
3: <laughs> Chocolate or candy came in at number three. On the list. There's something I don't crave a lot. All
1: of the above.
2: Right? (laughs) Throw (laughs) some mac and cheese on that. That came in at number five. Did
3: it? Oh,
2: Oh,
1: so good. What's (sighs) four? Popcorn?
3: Pizza. Oh. Oh,
1: sorry, Donna.
3: Hey! To the gym
1: to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Hi with me! Rude.
3: (laughs) Well, we're here, may as well get a slice, no?
2: Well, what else so if you're at the pizza place, are you gonna go? Hey, does anyone want a slice of pizza? You just you you just abbreviate. You go, hey, how many slices you want? Do you want a slice? Gosh, who wants
1: a slice? I wish I could go to New Jersey with you. Honestly, freaking a. You feel like an
3: eighties movie character to me when you say when you when you start using this kind of (laughs) like you're
1: moonstruck.
3: Yeah, like this foul language regarding pizza. It just feels like you're the lady, you're wearing denim, it's torn up, you have really heavy blue eyeshadow on. Rude. Hey, you guys want a slice? Pasta came in at number six. <laughs> I had the best pasta salad I've ever had yesterday. Donna, don't start with the mouth sounds. <laughs> it was great. It was on Twin Cities Live. You can go to our website if you want to look up the recipe. It was so <laughs> Donna. Oh, that was a hard... <sighs> okay, and I was just about to start doing different noises. <laughs> Stop myself. That's a sign of growth, right? <laughs> mashed potatoes, which I have not had in a while. And you know, you can tell a lot about someone with how they approach their mashed potatoes. If you get mashed potatoes and you're topping it with gravy, because you're Very American... Very
0: quietly.
3: What do you do? Do you... Hey, Donna. <laughs> I heard that. And your she mouth was even back near to school. the
2: mic. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
3: If you're eating mashed potatoes, Donna, mm-hmm. and you want to put gravy on it,
2: I don't like that word. <laughs> I don't like the word gravy. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well,
1: it's a, it's a Disgusting. thing. Disgusting.
3: Gravy. Ew.
1: Gravy. Wait,
3: I don't like the word ladle.
1: Would ladle? you ladle
3: me some gravy? Because you have to use a ladle my, to get my, the gravy out. My-
2: is there any more
1: gravy? <laughs> Ew! Did you wash the ladle? Oh, somebody left the ladle out with gravy all over it. Oh my god! Now it's dried. Mm-hmm. What I was going to ask about mashed
3: potatoes: if you're going to put gravy on, what do you do? Do you just haphazardly pour it on no, and let you the make gravy a run? Hole in the middle. Okay. Yes. Good. It's like you're planting a tree.
2: What are we animals? We know what hmm. to do.
3: Chicken noodle soup came in at number eight. Oh. That's hey, a comfort food that people have turned to. You know why? It'll
1: make you fat? Or, no, oh, sorry, not no, no, I it's It's pretty brothy. I hate, I hate that word, fat.
3: Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll do. make you big boned.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. All right. Hey, can we go well, back some mashed
3: potatoes think, really quick? And, um, and then I have a chicken noodle soup. Okay, real
2: quick. Uh, ice cream scooper. Great
1: way oh, to great. put that oh. on your plate.
3: That you just like the balls of potato? You got oh. it, buddy. You're like a lunch lady. What's your problem?
1: <laughs> hey, my mom's a lunch lady. Hey. Okay.
3: No, no, I don't know. <laughs> listen, hey, wait a minute. I what love are you say lunch about ladies. Chicken noodle soup? I love <laughs> I love lunch ladies. They are saints, they are angels walking among us dealing with respectfully all of our filthy children. Nice save. My point is though, that's how like they have a they have to ration it out that way because of state guidelines
2: well it looks pretty
3: no a ball of potato doesn't look pretty oh
2: i think so <sighs>
3: <laughs> chicken noodle really soup <laughs> here's why people turn to chicken my noodle soup segment
2: of the whole day
3: yeah because what do you eat when you're sick
2: chicken noodle soup
3: and though you may not have the rona you don't you we feel like we're sick right we're living in the world of a pandemic it's a comfort food it's get me some chicken noodle soup it always helps me feel better
1: <sighs> that's a segment friends <laughs> <laughs> you think you could do this well think again uh... we're
3: gonna play throwback Thursday music trivia it's going to come up next hey okay. uh, we're gonna start all the way back in 1955 so Donna I suggest some hammy stretches during the break Okay. we'll see if your undefeated streak continues you can play along quietly wherever you're listening there is nothing I repeat nothing up for grabs. Throwback Thursday music trivia is coming up next.
0: Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me, Steve. want throw it back? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It back, yeah.
3: It's time for us to play Throwback Thursday music trivia. Donna is undefeated this year, hasn't gotten a single question wrong. It's unprecedented, but it's one thing that I think people are sort of gathering around in 2020. Will the streak continue? Mm-hmm. Dateline. Oh, and good news for you, Donna. Okay. We're going to stay from the 50s to the 80s today.
2: Ooh. I think
3: this is good for you.
2: Me too.
3: Dateline, 1955. Okay. Johnny Cash recorded his first version of this song at the Sun Recording Studio in Memphis, Tennessee. He was inspired to write this song after seeing a particular uh, movie. Now, I can't release the name of the movie. I'm okay. just letting you know it's inspired by a movie. Um, and he saw this movie while serving in West Germany in the United States Air Force in Bavaria. What song am I referring to The Johnny Cash originally recorded in 1955 inspired by a movie
2: 55 that's really early i was going with on um, the song he sang at on um, san quentin to the prisoners okay and uh it's about killing a man i think okay um i
3: like where your head's at okay i mean you know lyrically
1: just
2: i got to take my headphones off for a second mm-hmm to watch him die. i hear a trainer coming.
3: Don, did you already play the song or is that it sounds like I'm hearing Johnny Cash right
2: now. Kill the man in Memphis. Just to watch him die.
3: Shot a man in Reno.
2: Whatever it is. Okay. He's dead. Hey Donna.
3: This is, this is this is good for me. I hear a train
2: a-comin'. <laughs> Rolling
3: around the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Well, I shot him in Reno. Just to watch him die. The name of the song
2: is... I can't remember. Um, okay, it
3: has to do with jail. It has to do with prison.
2: Oh. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues Final. But- Yes! She didn't How need any did help there. How did she do it? I don't know. Unbelievable. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And I, I,
3: mean, I love it. She does so well.
0: So, I love this song. I'm stuck so
1: bread.
0: good i just makes me want to that see that movie
3: again oh yeah With
1: i've three. ever seen it walk Go the on. line it's so good
3: really it's good oh, real. really good. oh you
1: walk the line yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah joaquin phoenix yes yeah, Reese yeah. yeah that was great he did well a great done. he's a weirdo but he did a great job he's a yeah. fine actor
3: yeah mm. thank you dateline 1966 I never know if these questions will be easy or if they will be difficult, and this is certainly one of those.
2: What was the movie Johnny Cash saw, by the way?
3: Oh yeah, so I couldn't say it because uh, Folsom was in it. It's called Inside the Walls of Folsom Prison. Oh yes, Mm. got it, thank you. Now, Dateline 1966. 1966. This group started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with Wild Thing. Because of a distribution dispute, This group's single was available on two competing labels, interestingly, Mm. Atco and Fontana. Because both pressings were taken from the identical Master recording, Billboard combined the sales for both releases, making it the only single to simultaneously reach number one for two companies. What group? sang the song oh God, wild thing. I got
2: to think about it, okay? I
3: had no idea. No, this didn't even ring a bell when I this saw This either.
2: It. Is this the one like wild thing? Yeah, in fact Don, you, you want
3: to play a little sing. bit for her? We can we can play it right now. Yeah, gonna sure, gonna sure, sure. Away. Let's
1: see she can It's not going to give will, anything this will away. Let's
3: get you into the zone.
2: And this is 1966, 66. right?
1: 66. Yeah. Oh, they have a very Beatles look to them. Oh Later, do that From the video.
0: Wow.
1: Like it was filmed at someone's house at a house party. It's like she's going into over go to the bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. You gotta check that out.
3: Well, that's gotta be.
2: I think I love it. I got nerve for sure. Okay, is there any member of the band that I would know?
3: I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I don't, don't know
2: why I'm thinking of like a Lou Reed i'm thinking of i'm gonna need a hand here okay i wouldn't think of that
3: um they are called the faces blanks
2: the faces kind of
1: rhymes with ribbit ribbit yeah there you go
2: okay rhymes with ribbit
1: and kind of a troll
3: Yes, oh, yes. The, the Hobbits? <laughs> 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 well, this is a new fun game. No, the tr.
1: The
2: tri mm-hmm. Tribbits. The trivets
3: draw <laughs> The tribits. Tra... tra-, the, not tri- tra-, not tri- tra- the, the tra... The oh,
2: tra... All right, it sounds like tra- ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit.
3: Tra... No, no, we didn't say it sounds like ribbit. You made that up. No, yeah. yeah. Don said it sounds like, like a ribbit,
2: ribbit. Yeah, Dawn said it sounds like I thought like she said it rabbit.
3: sounds like a frog. She didn't say the
2: word frog. She said ribbit, ribbit. Well, now I am.
3: Oh. (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry. Sorry. The the
2: Bogs?
3: The trog. The Trogs. Final?
2: Of course. Donna,
3: nice.
1: Wow, that was hard. Why would you do that to me? The Trogs, gosh. Just not... Not (laughs) even on my radar. I hate to insult anyone that was... A Trogs fan. A Trogs fan, but was this their only hit?
3: It feels like it. I've never heard of the Troggs before, never.
1: Okay. Either. All right.
3: All right. Two for two, though, Donna.
1: I want to know.
3: and I'm looking, and I'm like, I I figured it out while
2: oh God, we that's were so good. Steve. While
1: we were waiting.
3: That's exciting
2: uh, that you can do you, that. You're
1: really making some great you're progress. Just
2: a, you're just a, you're a triple threat.
1: Yeah. are. Jack all right. of all trades. Oh, <laughs>
3: start. Or sorry. Or stop. Okay, here we go. Dateline 1986. Okay, I got this. There. is This is another tricky one. I think this is a difficult day here. Variety magazine reported that RCA had dropped this singer from its roster after re- the release of his single, What Are We Making Weapons For? Hmm. Variety said the song upset the record company's new owner, General Electric, one of the largest defense contractors in <laughs> the
2: island. Oh, how about like
1: that? Yeah. yeah. I can, that makes sense.
2: So this is a solo artist mm-hmm. dropped. So the single was What Are We Making Weapons For?
3: What Are We Making
2: Weapons, we making
3: weapons Was it a hit? How dare you? I don't know. The, I did, the song didn't ring a bell <laughs> to me. But let me say this. I can. I, I sense that you're already very, very close and you really don't need this hit. <laughs> but... This singer um, has a has a tie to our show.
2: Okay. Okay. This singer has a tie to our show. Is it because we are a fan of this singer?
3: It is. We are. We are. Is I'm it Rick we
2: are. Astley final?
3: It, no, no, no. You didn't say final answer, though. <laughs> no, um, no, no. I, no, that, no. I thought that was his in. last name. Okay. No it's, uh, no, it's just Rick Astley. He dropped final years ago. Okay. Um, this singer, we... Have a moment with usually on Fridays.
2: John Denver, final.
3: Whoa!
2: Final answer.
3: Yeah. Nice Donna, really good job. This does not
2: ring a bell, but let's see. Maybe it will.
1: Yeah, it does ring a bell actually. Oh yeah. Album cut. I always just see him on a mountain singing. You know,
3: sunshine on my shoulders. You know, he wrote that in Edina.
1: What? Yeah, yeah he spent time from. living
3: in Minnesota. Annie. Oh and my I gosh. think if I remember it correctly, it was because the winters were so cold here yeah. that he was like dreaming of sunshine on his shoulders. Because
2: of him, I've always wanted to go to Colorado, but I've never been, though, no.
1: And oh. it's still on my bucket list. Let's go. You can get a great flight for $29. F- really? Each way you can find. Yeah. Since why am links. i not going oh because
2: there's a pandemic i forgot i have a friend from denver who i have to call today by the way because he's called me like
3: a hey times. tom hanks and rita wilson and we all love them they went to greece
2: hmm. like I'm to just people just are traveling to quarantine or what
3: some people say like a plane is one of the cleaner places you can be right now because they are so barren and the airports are so like dead d- just no one's there they're like hyper sanitizing things.
2: Sure. Okay. Everybody's
3: wearing a mat. I don't know, whatever. Okay. Dateline 1988.
2: Okay. I got this one. I got this. One. Yeah, I think gotta, you do. Well, you've had them all done it. Donna. Quick.
3: You're doing great. Right. We're
2: almost out of time.
1: Yeah, we've got 60 seconds.
3: Steve Winwood started a four week run at number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with this song. It was only a number 53 hit in the U.K. What? Later, Motown songwriters Holland Dozier Holland were credited with co-writing the song due to its resemblance to the Junior Walker hit called I'm a Roadrunner. Name this Steve Winwood song.
2: Oh gosh, I only know a couple and the first one that comes to mind is Higher Love.
3: But you're not locking that in.
2: I'm not going to lock that in. I'm going to need a hint though. Ready? Go.
3: Hey, when times get tough, sometimes someone will just say to you,
2: you know what, just... The tough get going. Just... Chill. Just roll 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 with it final Ew! yeah thank you you did it it's a great song
3: love steve winwood
2: yeah he's great oh, boy this should be this will take us out what? this
3: yeah we should all
2: right everybody clap. yeah all right, we should it's a great song final stretch of the donna and steve show is coming up don't go away okay all right bye you know we were talking about that leash Earlier, the dog walking, the invisible dog?
3: My mom thinks I should get it. She texted me and said, you should get that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could
2: start practicing. Yeah. I love it. Hi, Jane. Um, But you have a story about a couple who was walking their actual dog, not an invisible dog.
3: Oh, yeah. This is is a problem. Like, if you have to choose between the two, should I just have a leash that is attached to nothing and walk that? And say, all right, people are going to look at me. They're going to talk. Or walk your dog while you are completely naked, I would say get the leash. What? This comes out of Hopkinton, Massachusetts. The cops there got a call around 6.30 a.m. on Monday about a couple who was walking their dog, one catch. They were nude. The couple was nude. (laughs) Technically, the dog was too. Yeah. Uh, The couple's nudity is what led uh, to the cops (laughs) getting involved, though. The cops tracked down the couple, 32-year-old Marielle Kinney and 30-year-old Kevin Pinto. They both took off running. Now, let me tell you what's not a good look.
2: <laughs>
1: running running, running nude. Running
3: naked. If you your don't dog believe gets
1: excited. me, he's like, yeah. <laughs> you think
3: I'm shaming the nude body? Just do, a, just do a standing jog in front of your mirror after the show. <laughs> tell me if you agree with me. Much less, imagine when you're running from someone. You know, just the the.
1: Oh gosh! And of course, you did some slow mo on that. <laughs> oh God! It would be like.
3: <laughs> anyway, I um,
2: uh, do you think they lived in the woods and maybe they were just like you know what? Just let's just put on our Crocs and go for a walk.
3: I don't know. They started attacking when the cops caught up with them. Oh boy! Uh, I bet they were attacking on- the cops. That's what it says. Is I that bet they the were dude. Oh I bet they
2: were on something.
3: Possibly. They were arrested for indecent exposure, assault and battery on a police officer, disturbing the peace, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest. So why were they naked? The cops say that Mario and Kevin wouldn't give them a straight answer, but the cops did say that their dog Lucy is, quote, a very good dog.
2: Mm-hmm. I bet. Okay. Um, from that dog story to the hot dog story. Oh, now, this
3: is just a bad way for us to send people out of here. But we mentioned this earlier.
2: But I think it sounds kind of decent.
3: <gasps> Donna, you... Oh, oh
2: I do. I think it's... May it's the got, power of Christ compel you. Jeez, <laughs> oh, um, so I
3: unpredictable think dr- in it's, the world of food.
2: Because it sounds like a salty, sweet treat.
3: A website called The Vulgar Chef just released a new (laughs) recipe for hot dog Rice Krispies treats. Okay, it's basically a batch of Rice Krispies treats with cut up shards of hot dogs mixed in.
2: I don't think that sounds bad. Mustard
3: and relish on top. That
2: part sounds bad. Sick. That part sounds very bad. But 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 the
3: Rice Krispies and the just little slices of hot dog. Not bringing a like raising any flags for you.
2: No, and here's why. Uh, Have you ever had like a hot dog on kind of a Hawaiian roll that that sweeter kind of bread? No, I can see this working.
3: But see, no, I get it. You're going for a sweet and salty thing together, but we texture has to be taken into account here. Ugh. Little Rice Krispies. Well. Uh, here. Next time you have a hot dog, just put some Rice crispy cereal on it. No,
2: it's different because you have marshmallows binding it together. So now you have a so solid treat. Next
1: time you have a hot dog, melt mm-hmm. a marshmallow on top mm-hmm. of it. Okay. A s'more. And uh, then uh, stick the, the hot rice smor- A hot s'more dog. To- <laughs> a hot s'more dog. There you go. Honestly the sm- is Of I all think-
2: the
3: things that you poo-poo, and then this is getting the thumbs up from you.
2: I, I think it's just for that only reason. And by the way, when do you think the next time I'm going to have a hot dog is?
3: When's the last time you had a hot dog?
2: It was a few years ago at a um, national night out.
3: Oh, because yeah. Because i was starving
2: and mm-hmm. that's all there was.
3: I love a hot dog. Love a hot yeah, dog. Yeah,
2: they're good. They're really good.
3: I made completely raw hamburgers the other night.
2: What What do you mean?
3: We had a cookout with, um, with our friend and we... I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna grill. But it was his grill, okay? And mm-hmm. so I was like, I'll grill. My wife had already pre-made all these these burgers. And you know, when you don't know someone else's grill, every oven's a little different. Sure, every you can go with different. that if you want to. <laughs> I, I misjudged it, I based it on how the outside was looking. But there was uh, I wasn't doing any of my reverse sear, and you guys know me in my reverse sear. That's what I do.
2: You're the reverse sear I've, guy. I not know. This
3: time I just did it. I felt a little rushed, a little pressured. So A couple of people were like, "Oh, it's a little pink, but it's it's good." And then I was like, "I need to put some of these back on." And he gave me back a little a little nubbin of his burger that was left, and he said, "Maybe you could recook this part again." And guys, it was just raw meat. It, I, apparently, it had cooked around the uh, the rim. and inside waiting for him was just ground meat
2: rim okay Mm, let us talk about something good (laughs) can you do you have a thermometer
3: i do yeah here i have a an instant digital read a couple other plug-in ones that you can just leave in there the whole time but i was i was you know what i needed to be humbled because let's be honest i've been pretty hot to trot with my smoking you sure have and I said to my wife, well, I needed to be humbled. And she basically said what well, you just said, don't she was like, yeah, yeah, you did. I was like, hey, are you on my side or not here?
2: Okay. Here's... By the way, I'm going to
3: smoke tri-tip this weekend. That's my plan. What here he
2: goes up. again. I don't know what that word is.
3: Tri-tip. <laughs> tri-tip. Okay. Why do you need uh... three of them? Oh. <laughs> tri-tip <laughs> it's steaks. Yeah. It's like, it's I don't know like, what that is. Almost like, I think it's beef, first of all. It's like a, like a steak. Some people liken it to brisket. But it, t- it doesn't take nearly as long. Brisket is like a 16-hour smoke. Oh, wow. This is like brisket. two hours. You can get it in and get it out. So I think I'm going to try that this weekend. Okay. Wow, I'm pumped, man. I haven't right, been cool. thinking about smoking much lately.
2: And if you missed it, Dawn has a tip on how to get those furniture dents out of your carpet. Did yeah, you use did... my
1: tip yesterday? Uh uh-huh, Which was? The ice cubes. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I didn't. But did I miss this? My... You weren't here. The tip that I got was to iron it with a dish towel on oh, it, and that did work for part of them. But then it was going to take too long, so I just moved on and went ahead and rug doctored anyway. Dawn, you know yeah. you don't have to do all the work you're
2: doing. They're going to give you your deposit back as long uh, as it's clean. And should I
1: rug doctor doctor again no. today? No, what you shouldn't have done it the first time. They clean the carpet. They're going to clean it anyway. I know, but if it's too... There's some spots, like, around where the front of the couch was. Not spots, but it was just, like, traffic where it's, like, darker than... It's really cheap carpet because it's apartment carpet.
2: Yeah, they're going to do it. I think you're really, really putting in way too much effort. That's just me. That's okay. just me, okay? Okay. All right. Just take a nap today, will you? I can't. Don not to like, clean more. Don... Slept on the floor for two hours of her
1: empty apartment.
3: <laughs> oh, dawn. In the middle oh. of the day. You need you need She's... this weekend, because you'll officially have returned the yes, keys. Yes,
1: I return the keys today by 4 p.m. Yay. Oh, God. oh get out so of there. Hard. Good for you. Yeah.
3: And then go go to bed early tonight if you can. Oh, I will. Oh. can. she can. Um, <laughs>
2: All right, Steve, anything you want to shamelessly plug on your TV show?
3: Hey, let's uh, keep an ear out for the governor. What's going to happen to school? Oh, yeah. yes. well, we find out today. Two let's o'clock. On
2: All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. See you back here tomorrow.
1: Okay, close your eyes and imagine.
2: Well, unless you're driving.
1: Yes, imagine you bought a scratch ticket from the Iowa lottery. Or
2: someone gave you one.
1: Yes, right. And you scratch and you've won. One big. Yes, in fact there are 13 holiday games with big cash prizes. And if you don't win, play it again. You can still win up to $100,000 in the VIP club. But you have to enter and see rules and complete details at ialottery.com/vip. Yes. Thank you. Woohoo! Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, "Where next?"